I love my job. I absolutely love it. I love it when they come to me and they say to me, you've saved my life. And I straight away turn around to them and go, hang on a minute, you saved your own life. By the end of it, they are clean, sober, and it's nice, to, it's nice, but it's not nice. But when I come to leave, they all cry. <laughs> you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm still here, I'm on the phone. I work 24 seven. But if that saves someone's life, then that saves someone's life. And I will do that and I will carry on doing that as long as I have to do that. But that keeps me going. My work keeps me going. My name is Anthony Capazzoli and this is the Dismantled Life Podcast, where we share stories of hope, love, and strength from the darkness of addiction into the sunlight of sobriety. These are stories from people just like us who have lived through the pain and made it. My name's Nikki Evans, or Nikki, whatever you want to call me, Nikki Nicola. And my past is working for the NHS for about 27 years in the substance misuse area, but also having to deal with my ex-husband with domestic violence and a coke addiction and an alcohol addiction and um, cannabis, all that sort of stuff. So I stuck it out for 19 years, even though the job I did. So I went to work, left everything at home, dealt with everybody else's problems when I went to work. And even though I was so passionate about my job, it, it you know, and what was going on at home, it, it didn't, it didn't interfere with my job. In fact, it made it, it made it easier and made me more passionate to help people and say, look, I'm in this position, get out while you can, you know? And I, my thing is working with families, which when you work in within the NHS, the client goes into the substance misuse service and the sort the the family is sort of pushed to one side almost and not sort of given any information if they ring up it's a case of client confidentiality and you know you've got this person on the other end of the phone going but I don't know what's going on I don't know what if he's telling me or what she's telling me is right I stuck that out for about 27 years and then we were taken over uh, by a large company um, and I didn't think they was looking after the clients very well um, and I decided right okay they want me to do a group of 18 people how am I supposed to be able to um, check their mental health check if their injecting sites are okay, checked if their health is okay, and just general mental health. I couldn't do that. And my boss turned around to me and we had another site in further away. And he said, well, they've got 20 odd in the group. And I said, is, the, is this a competition? And he turned around to me and he took, looked in my eyes and he said, dead right, this is a competition. At that point, I took my badge off, I threw it at him, and I said, these are cattle, these are people, these are human beings. And I walked away, 
thinking, oh my God, have I done the right thing? And I set up Forward Together. We work on a triangulated approach, which is myself, the client and the family. We all work together and we all know where we are. We all know where we stand, you know? So there's no more hiding and, you know, going underground, drinking and all that sort of stuff. So I thought, right, I'll try this. So I did. The, the private clients that I did get at, at the start was the clients that would you wouldn't find in a substance misuse service. They were very, oh God, I'm not going in there. You know, I'm not sitting next to a drug, a druggie or stuff like that. And, you know, I bring them right back down to earth and say, you're no different to them. You're just in a different, you're just doing a different substance, you know. So I, I, I do bring them back down to earth. So having all that, I thought, right, you know, how can we get out there? How can I get out there and, and get forward together going? And, we, you know, I do have my other half who helps me a lot with, like, Twitter and media stuff and all that sort of, all that kit and caboodle. We thought, right, well, let's, let's just go for it. And I've been on radio stations um, I'm trying to get myself out there, trying to do this for free, but it's difficult. You've got to pay bills at the end of the day. We have to do that. And I hate putting money in front of somebody's life. You know, that you've got somebody's life in your hands and it's a case of, right, okay, but I need to pay my bills. And the majority of the time I end up helping them and not paying the bills. <laughs> It happens. I love my job. I absolutely love it. I love it when they come to me and they say to me, you've saved my life. And I straight away turn around to them and go, hang on a minute, you've saved your own life. Because are you going to come to me and say, you know, I've relapsed, that's your fault. <laughs> so, you know, we do have clients that I've had now for a couple of years and they've just stuck with me I seem to be doing whatever I'm doing I'm doing right the family are very very grateful and they they, they seem to be a lot less stressful so what I do is I do a community home detox and I will move in with the family to do this detox so I, I'm an outsider looking in yeah. So I can see then what what's going on around me. You know, is there something that I can point out that others can't, that the family can't? You know, is there an issue with the, the wife, the husband, the children? The, you know, is, is it a blended family? And that's what's causing issues, you know, or is it just, you know, can't get over bereavement or there's all sorts of stuff. And we, we go through it and we start at the very beginning. And, you know, there's a lot of tears and tantrums and stuff like that. But by the end of it, they are clean, sober. And it's nice, to, it's nice, but it's not nice. But when I come to leave, they all cry yeah. <laughs> and go, we don't want you to go. I said, well, that's not the point. I'm empowering you now to get on with it. I've not gone away. 
you know, I'm still here for six months. You know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm still here. I'm on the phone. I work 24-7. My phone is at the side of my bed on a very, very long lead, you know, a very long sort of lead. So I can just grab my phone, answer it. If I need to get out of bed and my partner's very accommodating, I come downstairs and I can be on the phone for four hours. But if that saves someone's life, then that saves someone's life. And I will do that and I will carry on doing that as long as I have to do that. I, I will, I really will. And when we met on Twitter, um, it was just a case of, I don't know, it was a connection, wasn't it? It was, yeah. you know. I love wow. it. Wow. I think, Nicola, <laughs> I think that you're, you, you walk with the angels, that's for sure. Um, it takes <laughs> uh, my hats off to you for, for the work you do and in, in, in your approach to doing it and how you put everyone else in, in front of, in front of your comfort. It really is God's work and, and it's wonderful and it's so very needed. I think that a lot of people don't realize how hard it must be to come in and literally as a superhero, try to save people's lives. And I think that that's exactly what you're doing. And the fact that, that you're putting all of your patients, as it were, in front of your comfort and your bills says everything about you uh, and forward together. I, I, it, I have so little to say, except uh, I'm, I'm getting choked up because I'm so uh, impressed with you. It's really nice. The world needs more angels like you, that's for sure. Well, thank you very much. To be dead honest, um, it, it keeps me going. I, I have fibromyalgia, um, arthritic hypermobility. I have quite a few issues myself, but that keeps me going. My work keeps me going, you know, and if I can sit here, I'd rather sit here in pain on the phone, talking to somebody, talking them down and saying to, saying to them, come on, tomorrow's another day we're nearly there another hour let's just let's just yeah but i need a drink i need a drink okay all right what can we do what have you got to do in the house well there's a pile of washing there right okay well what i'm going to do is i'm going to ring you back in half an hour and i want to see that washing machine on and i want to see a cup of tea in your hand and a piece of toast because hmm. you've not eaten and dead on half an hour i will ring and they will pick up and that washer will be on and a cup of tea and a piece of toast will be in the hand. You know, I, I give them goals and they always say, you know, you do it different to anybody else rather than sat across a table for 30 minutes. Well, not even 30 minutes, 15 minutes. There's your script. Right. Here's your appointment for next week. Off you go. Or, yeah, well, we can't get you in for a detox this week. Um, it's going to be six months. You're going to have to um, sit in these groups and sit in that group. Um, but no, we can't. And unfortunately, yeah, you're still going to have to drink. Yeah, but, but, my, but my family doesn't understand that I still have to drink. You know, can you speak to them for, for me? Um, well, it's client confidentiality. You know, well, if I give you my permission, well, I don't really have time to. I, I think... What a load of bull, really. Come on. Can you not give this person? You know, I used to get in trouble so much at work. 
so much because I'd give to somebody too much of my time. And if you can't give anybody your time, then what's life? If you can't, if you can't smile at somebody and get them to smile back at you, and you might be the only person that they've seen that day, that get, you know, because the majority of them just walk down with the head down and the hood up. You know, I get mine to, I want that hood off, I want a smile on your face, and I want to see you walking with your head up high because you've got nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. This thing doesn't discriminate against. It doesn't. It takes anybody down, anybody. Really, really. It really does. It It's blind in its destruction for sure. And yeah. many people don't realize. In fact, most Hollywood, for lack of a better way to put it, portrays mostly addicts as and, and I'm, I'm generalizing here for the conversation's sake, but very often people in their mind's eye, they, they have, I don't even want to say bum because I think that that's, that's mean spirited as well. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is someone who looks like they're homeless and disheveled and out on the street. And, and that, that isn't always the case. In fact, it's rarely the case. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm at a bit of a loss for words. Forgive me. I'm a little choked up because I'm, 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 fully understanding what, what work you do and, and how you do it. So I, I'm just having some struggles of my own thinking back on, on my life and, and where I came from. Um, so forgive me for that, but um, in a good way, in a good way, it's, it's, it's impressive because <clears throat> not many people take the time or the energy or the effort or the love to put forth what people need. And, and very often it's just a hand to hold for a bit to get yeah. through that struggle, to get through that moment. Um, and that moment could last uh, 30 seconds. It could be an hour. It could be a day. Who knows? But I, yeah. it's so nice that you do that and provide the empathy, the love, and the comfort and the strength because you have to borrow strength. And I think what you've done is what you do is, is amazing because I, I, I've spoken to others um, and some, some, one of the most important things I think is the integration of the family. Cause I do believe it takes a village. Um, and if people don't have a family, I do believe that that's where their sponsor or sponsors can come in and be their family and yeah. their card. And I think it's so critical because there are moments that can go missed or without the understanding or the compassion from people that perhaps are living with an addict. They they have struggles of their own. And, and it you really, I think, have to, I am not a therapist, so I, I'm not trying to speak out of turn, but as an addict, I know that my wonderful wife and my children had shit to deal with because of me. And they lived a hidden sentence. They lived a hidden sentence just as well as you did, you know? And it was, you know, that hidden sentence that they was living uh, was so difficult for them, you know? At first, it's all hush-hush, and then it's like, you know, oh, we can't do this and can't do that. And it, it's it's very, very difficult. I mean, it takes me right back to when my ex, you know, it was a Wednesday, and it was when I was working for the NHS, and, all the, you know, he took all the money, and I thought, right, I've got no money. Um, he's going to want weed right, I'm going to have to get the kids, I've got four children, I'm mm. going to have to get the kids in bed early um, so they don't aggravate him um, and then do tea and then go to bed. Uh, and whilst doing this, um, I'd still be doing my sort of 
NVQ in level, you know, health and social care, I'd still be doing all this because I'd have to keep my mind going because if I didn't, then I'd break down, you know? And yeah. I think if, if, if I broke down, I, I thought, how's anybody else? What's that? I used to think, right, I have to go to work. And I used to go to work and I dragged myself to work um, poorly because I knew people did, did, you know, they depended on me, you know? So, so what? I've got a cold. Yeah. yeah. You know, as long as, as long as you stay away from me, I've got a cold, but I have got all the time in the world for you. That's right. You know? and, and I would prefer to sit in a room full of addicts than a room full of people that wasn't an addict should I say yeah. maybe that maybe that's mean but at the end of the day these people are human you know and I have met so many wonderful people I really have I really have and I feel privileged to be on that journey with them and to know that you know I was a part of that I was a part of that journey you know and it's it does get me and it does make me feel, do you know what, Nikki, you need to keep going. Forward together, you need to keep going as far as I can take it, you know. Even if I've got, you know, my last penny in my pocket, I would still sit there for an hours talking to somebody that had issues. I would still do that forever, forever and a day. It's amazing. It's um that's impressive beyond words. I, I, I don't even, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm turning into a horrible podcast host, but I, I don't have anything. I have nothing else to add. I, I don't think I can add I, in, at, in, in clear conscience. I couldn't add a word to what you said to improve anything you've said. I'm just going to stop and say, thank you for <laughs> one of the most inspirational enjoyable 30 minutes of my life. I, I have to say, I wish I was more like you. Now, oh, come on. I think you're pretty amazing too. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, wow. This is great. <laughs> so you know, get forward together out there and I will help anybody. I will you know, absolutely do that. And I'll help anybody. I will. Yeah, I, I never give up on anybody. That's the one thing about me is my dad, my dad always said to me, you'd get where water wouldn't. And yeah, I have because I've got determination. I've got passion and I've got a lot of people that need my help. And that person, whether he be a person on the ground with, you know, a bottle at the side of him, and you've got a person in an Armani suit who's taking loads of coke and drink and stuff like that. They're no different. If I got them into a room, if I got them two in a room, they're no different. Not, not even a little bit, yeah. You're right. No, you've just got issues. You know, strip them right down. And I tell you what, they would probably make good friends. They would. True. <laughs> well, Nicola, 
thank you so much for giving me so much of your sunshine today. I, I've loved every minute of this. And I, this has been absolutely wonderful because I could just feel your love coming coming through and it's it's impressive. I'm choked up and, I, and I'm, I'm, I don't know what else to say except thank you for, for being who you are. Thank you very much for having me on.